Welcome to the Disney Wedding Podcast, brought to you by Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons, the only guidebook and bridal organizer tailored exclusively to Disney's fairy tale weddings. I'm your host, Carrie Hayward. Each week I feature a different aspect of Disney weddings, from the latest news, information, and money-saving tips, to interviews with wedding vendors and real Disney brides and grooms. I also cover honeymoons, anniversaries, and engagements at the Disney parks and resorts. Join me now as the Disney Wedding Podcast celebrates romance at Disney destinations worldwide. Today on the Disney Wedding Podcast, I am speaking with recent bride Amanda Lo Cicero about her Disney-themed at-home wedding, and she had a lot of wonderful Disney touches that I thought you guys would like to hear about. Welcome, Amanda. Hello. Thanks so much for being on the show today. Just to start off, you had this great Disney-themed wedding. Was that always the plan from the start, or did you ever consider a Disney's fairy tale wedding? Since we got engaged in Disney World, we obviously talked about having the wedding there. And we went and walked over by the Disney Wedding Pavilion over by the Grand Floridian. And after thinking about it, we decided that we really wanted all of our friends and family to be able to come. And we knew that it just wasn't going to be a possibility for everybody that we would want there to be able to come all the way down to Orlando from Chicago. (laughs) So we decided to do a Disney wedding at home. And I I think also selfishly, we knew that our honeymoon was going to end up turning into a vacation with all of our friends and family if we did do a Disney destination wedding. (laughs) So we didn't want that to happen either. (laughs) Right, right. That's cool. So then was your choice of venue based on that idea of having a Disney themed event? For the venue, for our ceremony, we chose the chapel based on, it's the chapel at my alma mater, and it's also the same college that his parents met at and were married. So that's how we picked the chapel. For our reception, I actually fell in love with the place when we were looking for my sister's wedding. And once I showed him, then he really liked it too, and it was very easy from the beginning to pick there. That's great. What were the two locations called? The chapel was Hammerschmidt Chapel at Elmhurst College in Elmhurst, Illinois. And then the reception was Bloomingdale Golf Club. Okay, great. Bloomingdale Golf Course. I'm sorry. I always do that. (laughs) (laughs) I do too because, you know, golf club, it's like it's a natural. (laughs) Yes. So how many guests did you end up having? We ended up with around 150 guests. Oh, wow. And did you use the services of a wedding planner? No, (laughs) Uh, we did not. My mom and I actually did it all. I really like planning things just in general and organizing. It's just part of my personality. So it was a lot of fun for me. I know a lot of brides really hate planning and I loved it. (laughs) I also knew what I really wanted and I knew the vision that I wanted for me and Alex. And my mom and I just took care of everything. We're both kind of crafty. And we, we made majority of everything except for, obviously, our floral arrangements and the bridal party flowers. So my mom and I took the reins on everything. Wow, that's great. <laughs> so tell me a little bit about the kinds of Disney touches that you incorporated in your wedding. Well, I think what stands out the most is the fact that my near and dear friend, Cinderella, let me borrow her pumpkin coach. <laughs> <laughs> um 
But we did have a pumpkin coach for after the ceremony that we did our exit to, and we were able to take it to our location for the pictures, too. So that's the big thing that stands out for Disney. I also really enjoy music, and I think that that's something that everyone recognizes as far as Disney goes. So all of our ceremony music, with the exception of what I walked down the aisle to, which was Canon D, all the ceremony music was Disney instrumental. We used the Disney fairy tale wedding music and also a lot of Jim Berkman's music. And the entire cocktail hour was Disney string quartet. So I was able to, you know, listen to Grim Grin and Ghost during the middle of my cocktail hour and no one was the wiser. <laughs> <laughs> and our cake cutting was Be Our Guest and it was the version that is in the restaurant and I was able to get that from the Disney Parks album. So uh, that's how I incorporated the music to it. Everything else, there were just little details throughout the wedding. There were hidden Mickeys everywhere. I had them in our bouquets, on our cake. They were just, they were everywhere. <laughs> I can't even <laughs> tell you. And our cake topper was, it said happily ever after. All our photo booth props, I made Disney ones. So we had the princess's hair. We had Mickey ears, Minnie ears, Donald, Goofy, Pluto. We had all sorts of different Disney photo booth props, which everyone really liked. And our signs throughout the wedding were incorporating Disney into them. Like for the photo booth props, I said, show your Disney side and grab a prop. The bottom of my shoes had hidden Mickeys on them. And then my tiara, which is one of my favorite things, is something I know is Disney. It was from Arebas ah. <laughs> in Disney World. No one else is ever going to know that, though, but that's okay. <laughs> I knew it, and it made me happy. And then... Another part of our wedding where I was able to incorporate Disney that I really enjoyed, and I think that other people who were Disney fans there, they they realized it too. We didn't do a favor per se. What we did is we did a donation to the Make-A-Wish Foundation, which Disney is a huge part of. And in the note to each of our guests at their place setting, saying thank you to them, we mentioned that there was a donation made to Make-A-Wish Foundation. And in that note, I was able to incorporate the lyrics to Wishes. Hmm. So there were just things everywhere that were touches of Disney throughout our wedding. <laughs> That's great. Did you do any Disney food? I did not. <laughs> That's a great idea. We did a signature cocktail, and it was a pale blue color, and I called it the glass slipper. But I didn't incorporate any Disney food, unfortunately. <laughs> well, it sounds like you had plenty of Disney touches. Did you get any feedback from your guests on the Disney aspects? When I originally would tell people it was a Disney wedding, I would kind of get some strange questioning reactions, I guess you can say. And then once people saw it all come together and saw that it was more touches of Disney, it wasn't really in your face in <laughs> Disney, people really liked it. They had a lot of fun with the photo booth. A lot of people loved the music. I know my bridesmaids at the rehearsal, they heard that they were walking down to Tale as Old as Time, Beauty and the Beast, and 
my one bridesmaid, she's like, is it Beauty and the Beast or Walking Down? i like, yes, it's my favorite movie. So <laughs> it has to be there some way. But a lot of the guests really did like it. And everybody likes Disney in some way or another. We did have Star Wars, too. So, you know, the boys have their Star Wars and I do, too. So it, everyone had a had some sort of a connection with things in our wedding. And I think it surprised people because a lot of them, I think, were expecting it to almost be like a kid's birthday party. And it wasn't (laughs) at all. It was more elegant. Do you have tips on that? Because, yeah, that can be the fear is that, well, how do I do this and not make it look like a birthday party? (laughs) I would say don't be overwhelming with it. And... If you have the opportunity to go to the parks beforehand, I know we were blessed to be able to go two times beforehand, really pay attention to all the things in Disney around you. Everything in Disney has a backstory. There's always little hidden details, and that's what they're good at. And if you pay attention to that, you're able to incorporate it into your wedding, and that's what I really liked. I loved having the little hidden things around our wedding that people went, oh, that's from Aladdin, or oh, that's from Lady and the Tramp. So I would just say don't go, don't be overwhelming with it. And also, Pinterest and Etsy are your best friends. (laughs) (laughs) So because of I got married in the age of Pinterest, I was able to find ways to incorporate Disney from our save the dates and our engagement pictures all the way through to our honeymoon. So that would be my best tip. <laughs> yeah, no, that's great advice. What were the most and least important aspects of your wedding when you were focusing your attention and your budget? As far as the budget, I say I definitely spent the most on our DJ. And we had a fantastic DJ. He really catered to what it is that we wanted, what we liked and disliked. I was able to have beautiful uplighting and images on our dance floor. And I think that's where I spent a big part of the budget. (laughs) But he kept everybody out there dancing and everybody was very involved and it just, it made the night feel a little bit more whole, I guess you can say. Cause I feel like if you don't have a good DJ and good music, it's just not going to come together. Right. I really deleted a lot of things from our wedding that I thought were almost a waste as far as me personally I I had a candy bar originally, and then I decided not to do it. I've been in numerous weddings, and I'm at that age where everybody around me is getting married, and I've seen so much candy go to waste at (laughs) weddings. (laughs) I took that money, and I put it elsewhere, mainly in the favors, being the donation. That was a big deal to me. I didn't want to spend a bunch of money on things that guests were either going to, half of them were going to leave them behind, the other half, we're going to throw them away eventually. Right. I'd rather give that money so somebody else can have an amazing memory. Right. That's a great point. What was your favorite memory of your wedding day? There's a lot to choose from. <laughs> <laughs> I think my favorite is the time that Alex and I had alone and we took the carriage around and then we took it to our pictures. It was right before the madness was going to start. And (laughs) 
we were able to just take that moment and be with each other and just take time away from our friends and family selfishly enough and just be happy that we had each other. And who doesn't like feeling like a princess in Cinderella's carriage? So <laughs> that was probably my favorite, favorite memory of the entire day. That's awesome. Now, was there anything that went wrong or just didn't turn out like you expected? Not really. <laughs> That's great. I I joke when I say I couldn't have planned a better wedding myself because <laughs> I did plan it myself, but... My bridal party was probably going crazy with my itineraries because I had everything timed out, but it worked out really, really well. It did pour all morning long. So if I could have controlled the weather, I would have because it made it really humid. And uh, my hair was down. I had to put it to the side. But if that was the worst of my worries, then I think it turned out okay. (laughs) Exactly. Yeah. Was there any aspect of the wedding that seemed like a big deal beforehand and then turned out not to be? Not the wedding itself. I was more nervous about my rehearsal, to be honest. (laughs) I was very worried about everybody knowing where they have to be, what time they have to be there, what they have to do. And obviously, I made an itinerary for everything, and I had things budgeted for time with like 15 minutes of lag time in case people were late. They were still on time for what they needed to be there for. So that was a really big deal to me is just making sure everyone was on time. There was a wedding in the chapel a half hour after us. So we only had it for a certain amount of time. And what we needed to get done with pictures and everything, it had to be done on time. We had it till I think 3.30 and we were out at 3.27. (laughs) So I really needed people to be on time. And now when I, I look back, it all worked out very well. Wonderful. Now, you talked a little bit about how to avoid the birthday party feel. Do you, do you have any other tips or advice for brides and grooms who might want to incorporate Disney into their home weddings? If you can do things yourself and make things yourself, do so and utilize your resources. I mean, if you have the time, we had about a year and a half engagement and I used a lot of time researching things and looking things up and making my invitations the way I wanted. I did use Disney fairy tale weddings for the invitations and I had the Cinderella ones and I made them into pocket invitations. I really cater to what it is that I wanted it to be. And if you have the time and the capability to do that, utilize all of your resources around you because they're, if it's not out there, you can make it. (laughs) (laughs) And then how about some honeymoon tips for anyone who might be going to Walt Disney World or Disneyland for their honeymoon? Get your buttons. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, We got our buttons when we got engaged. And it's there's something magical about every single cast member stopping you and telling you congratulations. And if you're going to Disney World, we went on the Disney cruise and then we went to Disney World. If you're going on them, be a goof and get your Mickey and Minnie ears and wear your bride shirts and your groom shirts and your his and hers and just have fun with it. That's what we do all the time. And it was really fun for our honeymoon to just have that extra special attention on us, I guess you can say. And also, if you have any um, ADRs, let them know that it's your honeymoon because they will 
make it a point to congratulate you and me and who knows you may get a dessert or a drink or something along the lines out of it too but it's just have fun with it and if you can go right away after your wedding I would say go right away we went the next day and it really made it feel like it just continued on it really was our honeymoon it didn't feel like another vacation to us and we also forced ourselves to relax because <laughs> when we go to Disney, we we go and we go nonstop. We're those people who just keep going and we're there until 3 a.m. And we were actually there for the 24-hour day. And trust me, I was in the Magic Kingdom at 4 o'clock in the morning. <laughs> but um, if you can force yourself to just stop and relax and not worry about anything, do it because it was very nice to be able to do that for four or five days and then go to Disney World and just go crazy. (laughs) (laughs) That's great advice. I didn't mention it, but we did the concierge for the cruise. And for what we spent on it versus what you spend on the cruise normally, it was totally worth it because it wasn't much of a difference. And you really do have a lot of special treatment. We have private dining and everything, too, because it was our honeymoon. And that's what I mean. Like, if you tell them, especially on a cruise, that it's your honeymoon, they'll likely be giving you private dining for that. So then that way you're not dining with, you know, eight other people during dinner. It's just you and your your spouse. Oh, interesting. So private dining is like you get a two-top in the restaurants? Correct. Ah, that's great to know. Oh, sorry. One last thing. If you are planning on doing Disney World or even land for a honeymoon, I would say try to go around an event, whether it's one of the parties they throw. We went um, during, it was the 24-hour summer kickoff, but we went for Star Wars weekend. And I'm really glad that we did that because it was the last one. (laughs) Right. right. So if you can do that, do it. (laughs) Definitely. Well, this is great stuff. Is there any place online where my listeners can go to read about or see photos of your day? My Facebook has all of the wedding photos. And I do post a lot of my wedding photos on my Instagram. My it's uh, happiest place online. But all of them are on my Facebook. (laughs) This is great stuff, Amanda. Thank you so much for sharing all these tips for anyone who wants to plan a Disney-themed wedding at home or have a Disney honeymoon. I really appreciate your taking the time. Thank you very much for having me. I appreciate it. That's our show for today. If you enjoyed it, be sure to rate the Disney Wedding Podcast on iTunes so that others will find it. You can also send your comments, questions, and suggestions to info at DisneyWeddingPodcast.com. Past shows are available in iTunes and on the show's website. And for instant answers to all your Disney's Fairy Tale Weddings questions, check out Passporter's Disney Weddings and Honeymoons Guide, available as an interactive ebook with continual free updates at passporter.com/weddings.asp or in print at passporter.com and amazon.com. Say goodbye.
goodbye to your credit card rewards. Greedy corporate megastores led by Walmart and Target are pushing for a law in Congress to take away your hard-earned cash back and travel points to line their pockets. The Durbin Marshall credit card bill would enact harmful credit card routing mandates that would end credit card rewards as we know it. If you love your credit card rewards, tell your lawmakers, hands off my rewards. Tell them to oppose the Durbin Marshall credit card bill.